Welcome to the Finicky Podcast. It is I, your faithful commissioner, on a goddamn Saturday night. And uh, with me is the only person who's not out and sexing the world. It's it's Snake. It's me and Snake. We're dads. It's dad pod. Who says I'm not sexing the world? You might go and sex the world after this. Yeah. <laughs> Just as... Hello. Faithful fathers of multiple children just go out and sex the world. On this, that's that's what we're ready here, and this is what we're here to do. We're gonna sex if the world any, via this pod. That's what we're gonna do. If there's anything that's a buzzkill for sex in the world, it's this coup game, though. Shit. God damn it. Getting ready for this podcast, in the time it took ready to just like put kids down and then get ready, um, <laughs> uh, it's fourteen to zero. <laughs> it's, it's horrible. I don't want to look at it. <sighs> All right, the Finicky Podcast. Here we are. We're doing the Finicky Podcast. <laughs> Snake. Yeah, back. I, I have like, uh, I had two questions. I have two questions I want to do before we get kicked off because I had two conspiracy theories. Oh, because you know, uh, like randomly getting intoxicated. What? Oh yeah, no, it's it's not, it's not a podcast without any sort of conspiracy theory. Um, and with the Cougs being down 14 in the second, hey, what are you going to do? All right. My first conspiracy. Conspiracy theory. Oh, fumble. Got the Cougs. Get out of the ball. Get out of the ball, you bastards. All right. We got the ball. Um, all right. First conspiracy theory. Does Aaron, did Aaron Rodgers know this entire time that Jordan Love sucks this much that he just kind of figured at some point he'd get caught for not getting vaccinated? And then that would be the window for everyone to kind of just get a quick glimpse. I mean, the rules are pretty clear that there's no way that Aaron Rodgers would get in trouble. Uh, this is, is this a genius play or is this an idiot play? Your opinion. I hope it's a genius play. That, that's awesome, if so, because he was, he was pissed when they drafted him. And it was very much in the news that way. And if this is his revenge, sweet justice, it's fantastic. My God, yeah, you're just watching him in practice and be like, this guy sucks absolute ass. And he's like, yeah, no, at some point, I'll just take a week off. And, uh, I mean, they won anyway. And it was the Niners, high profile. I mean, kind of perfect timing when you think about it. Um, I actually was going to feel insulted if Rodgers somehow was like, yeah, let's, let's let him trot out Jordan Love versus the, Co- or versus the Seahawks, you know, just to really let lay it, you know, lay it thick. But either Rogers decided to come back for one of two reasons. One, he didn't want the Seahawks to demolish the Packers, or more likely, two, he didn't want Jordan Love to shred our bad defense. Uh, with that, uh, we don't know the answer there. We'll we'll move on. My other question is, uh, I don't know if you had the pleasure of watching the Bills play the Jags and uh, lose nine to six. But um, bottom basically set him up for the jinx. Um, my question is, if we are halfway through the season. If you remember last year, the Seahawks were an offensive juggernaut. And then halfway through the season, all of a sudden, um, everyone figured us out. With that, are the Bills, who just got figured out by the fucking Jacksonville Jaguars, are the Bills... The 2020 Seahawks. Maybe. 
Um, I don't know. I mean, that team is stacked, though. I, I think that there's, that team is better than the 2020 Seahawks. Are they? So who knows? I. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, we yeah, we every, the minute everyone said, "Oh, well, what if we just make them run the ball?" Oh, we 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 couldn't do it, and that's kind of what's happening with the Bills and really what's happening with the Chiefs right now. Um, you know, everyone thought Shaq Griffin was really great. Everyone thought Tre'Davious White was really great. Uh, there's a lot of similarities. There is actually a lot of similarities the more you think about it, but their defense is just way better than our defense, and that is sets up their offense for much more success. So, I, I mean, that being said, I'd rather have Russell Wilson than, than Josh Allen as a quarterback. I just think he's more – Russell is much better in times of distress. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Well. We uh, we can we can stop thinking about that, and we'll, we'll I mean, it's going to be uh, pretty obvious soon whether the bills are broken or the bills are not. But with that, we can uh, move on to the waiver report, which everyone loves. Uh, the waiver report. Oh, all right. Well, I took the Seahawks coach. I don't even know if I kept him. Um, I took Ben Roethlisberger. That's great. I took the Seahawks D. These are all the low $1 bargains. No one cares about them. Zach took a punter. Uh, Bottom took Tremaine Edmonds, who's actually really good. Um, What else we got? Uh, Punter or kicker, Matt Gay. Oh, I don't want to talk about Le'Veon Bell. I'm not ready yet. Uh, You took Michael Dixon. Love that for five bucks. Great pick. Um... Devontae Freeman for $6 for Zach. That worked out okay. Devontae Smith for $7. A lot of people want Devontae Smith. Uh, I gave him up, so that's okay. They can have him. Uh, Bottom took Nick Folk for $15. That seems high for a kicker, but we'll see how that works. Also, Bottom, speaking of being a big spender, took Jordan Howard for $20 and then took, and this is big, the Steelers coach for $20. That is a lot. I think that's the most we've had spent on a coach for the entire season. That's, I mean, $20 for Jordan Howard isn't bad, but especially since I think I put 15 down for him, but $20 for a Steelers coach. Mind you, nobody else even tried for the Steelers coach. He could have just got the Steelers coach. For a dollar, which is a bit depressing. Um, <laughs> I will say I had five dollars on the Buccaneers coach and canceled it. I noticed you got him for five dollars. I had him for five and canceled it because uh, I at some point just figured let's go for the Seahawks coach and let's just let it ride. And that is, you know what? That's my problem. That's a me problem. I have I have a I have a, a sick passion, so it's not so bad. Um, whew. Do you feel good about your, bit, your waivers? Wait, what? I was gonna say that was a busy that was a busy weekend. Of, of, I think I think the uh, the waiver money thing is starting to, to starting to catch on a little bit more for people. I think, and it's becoming a little bit more. Um, it's it's a little busier. It's a little bit more competitive to get people. So I think that's good. No, I don't think you're wrong. I think it's getting very active. Um, most, 
fuck, I have like twenty dollars left, so, so <laughs> I don't know what's gonna happen. But, well, yeah, you got to compete with all of Bottom's twenty dollar coach buys, and that's gonna be very difficult for a man oh, to survive I, on. Um, I actually remember I was Bottom called me, and I had to explain to him a couple times on to how the waivers worked, and that you don't know how what other people are putting down. And he seemed a bit upset about that. And then this week continued to put $20 down on everybody he wanted. So he's figuring it out. Everyone's figuring it out. Moving on. I think it is time to start looking into the weekly matchups. Um, I don't know. Uh, everything's Everyone's four between four and six wins, really, for the most part. So... Looking at that, I think I'm just going to start with me and JP just to get it out of the way. Um, I'm upset. I um, This past week, uh, I, the entire, all of our kids, uh, both of them, had a lot of colds and there wasn't, there was no way of getting past it. So there was a lot of uh, cold medicine going on. I got sick. Emily got, everyone had a cold. It was awful. And whilst in in the late night, let's just say NyQuil, I really thought Le'Veon Bell was due. And I still look at it, and I can see why I felt this way. Devontae Freeman is slow. He's a slow, slow human being. And the Ravens were going to score a lot of points. And I, I felt like, you know, Antonio Brown is back. Uh, Adrian Peterson's got a job. Like, let's look back in the archives. Who else is a really great name? Le'Veon Bell. It's time. It's time for Le'Veon Bell. And the beneficiary of that NyQuil uh, lucidity is going to be JP because Le'Veon Bell went three carries for one yard. He did nothing. Uh, and with that, I think the, the, the fate has been sealed unless DeAndre Hopkins is a zero. Without, now that I've given my piece... Um, oh, also this morning... No, not even this morning, like an hour ago... Um, Big Ben got COVID. So I don't even know who my second quarterback is going to be. I picked up Colt McCoy in the, in the instance that uh, Kyler can't play. But fuck it. I'll go Mike White. I don't care. I really don't know what I'm going to do here. With that, I'll let you take a look at this matchup, Snake. Uh, who's going to win between JP and myself? Uh, this, this is one of the... Those classics could go it anyway. Um, I mean, JP's got that, that Dalvin Cook against the Chargers is, is juicy. That's, Super juicy. Really hoping he gets disqualified for uh, domestic violence. That's really my right. only chance there. Um, but, uh, I mean, I, 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 I'm going to... I'm going to side with JP on this one. I think uh, I think that Carson Wentz against Jacksonville and well, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with I'm going to go JP. Well, fuck like, you, Snake. Thanks a lot. Well, you got <laughs> fucked with the with the Levium Bell and I mean Bateman eight. It's not bad. Um, I mean, I mean, you don't want. I mean, this was a week that rarely you don't want any Ravens. And I picked a Raven who's not even really recognized on the roster. So I kind of backfield was was destined for shambles since the beginning of the season, and it's all becoming true. I can see Le'Veon Bell having a game later on because Devontae Freeman's not good. He is not fast. He is not even a great pass blocker. 
he's not doing great. Le'Veon Bell looked faster uh, last week. I wasn't even able to watch the Thursday game. I had to watch it on a phone, like the ticker. I just, I don't know. I felt like there was more juice in Le'Veon the last game I saw. I, I can't believe that Devontae Freeman's that great. They're just, they're just letting whoever. The, running, the starting running back for the Baltimore Ravens is Lamar Jackson. And uh, yep. I don't know. I just, I, ugh. It won't blow my mind if Le'Veon has a good week, but it also won't totally surprise me if he never has a meaningful game ever again. With that, all right, fine. JP maybe wins that one. I don't care. Moving on. We've got Antez versus Lyle, four and five versus four and five. I didn't look up playup projections this year, but uh, or this week, but uh, right now Antez is uh, preferred by the statistics. Um, but this one is highlighted by the fact that Andrew fucking Lyle played Tua when he was <laughs> not projected to play. He was not starting. Tua was not starting this game. And God bless Andrew Lyle for starting him anyway, saying, fuck the numbers. I think Tua is going to start the second half. And then he goddamn did. We got Tua. <laughs> coming in to replace an injured quarterback. Uh, and good God, I could not b- believe it. Uh, oh, Cougs just had a great play. And yeah, he came up with 12 points. Miles Gaskin had one good play that basically scored him four points. But right now it's in 16 to zero. Uh, Lyle, not even in the driver's, driver's seat right now as far as points are scored. But um, projection-wise, it still seems to be Antez, mainly because Deontay Johnson is going to get the start rather than Nick Chubb, which is a huge point swing in this game, primarily because Nick Chubb, you know, is uh, on Lyle's team. And I actually applaud Lyle for doing something more reasonable and starting Naheem Hines instead of snagging (sighs) Le'Veon Bell. Um, He also has Van Jefferson on his bench, who... Might even be a better start than Heem Hines right now, being that uh, Robert Woods' knee exploded. But with that, I hand it to you, King Snake. What do you see here? Yeah. Well, at first, I, I just think it's just hilarious that the one team that has a team name that has to do with vaccinations has now had some major players on their team go out with COVID. And that just is just the, the crassness of that is fantastic. So I applaud Lyle for, for that, uh, even though he had nothing to do with it. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I'm, I think Antez has got this one. I, I like a lot of the, the, the players that he has and the, the match that they, um, that they have. Um, I'm really curious to see how Russell does coming back from this injury. Um, I mean, one would think if he's coming back now that he's ready to go, but I guess Russell takes me as the type of person who is not listening to any of the medical advice and is just going to do what he wants to do. You know, it's so I, I do worry that this is a little soon, but he's also looking at this, is a big game, right? Like we, if we beat Green Bay, like really can, it can turn some things. And I, I can assure you that was his plan all along was like, I'm going to be out there and I just hope it's not too soon and that he actually can play. 
So. No, that's a fun way to look at it. Uh, Zach Moss looks like he's going to play. Jonathan Taylor, obviously, I feel like is the RB1 overall right now. Could If he has another big game oh. and Naheem Hines doesn't have a big game, then that, that's, that could be game, set, match right there. Amari Cooper and Dalton Schultz of the same team is kind of Peter Robin Paul. And then I mean, one thing I liked about stack-wise, because for some reason I like to look at stacks, is um, that uh, Antez has the Buccaneers D and right now has the Washington punter, which means that the more the Buccaneers D shuts down Washington, the more that they have to punt. So that could just be a, a self-feeding machine. And I love it. But yeah, Aaron Rodgers versus Russell Wilson. Pretty great matchup. Uh, I'll give it to Antez as well. Moving on, we're going to look at... I, I didn't really do much like... We're just going through it as we go. We're going to look at Tucker. Stephanie Tucker versus Andrew Bottom. Um, this one, uh, close projections. Right now, Bottom in the lead. 12-6. to six, Because Bottom started Lamar Jackson. Pretty sure he wanted to get more than 12 there. Uh, Stephanie had Jalen Waddell. Pretty sure she wanted more than six there, but is okay to have it. As always, Stephanie has the ultimate quarterback stack. Um, but as we all know, Mahomes and Prescott have not been delivering, and Jalen Hurts has. So with that, um, looks like Bottom added Jordan Howard. Is that going to be the the missing piece that has made him a championship roster? What do you think, Snake? Well. Um, yeah, I mean, I, on, for Stephanie's side, I would be worried about that Las Vegas matchup for the Kansas City. I mean, a history has shown that has always been a very challenging matchup for, for Kansas City. I feel like, <laughs> and, uh, we'll see. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just got through the waiver report and bottom picked up Tremaine Edmonds, who is out. Uh, Tremaine Inman's is not playing football this week. Andrew Bottom spent $5 on Tremaine Edmonds at the linebacker position. He is not playing football this week. So, well, let's see if he, uh, if, if he listens to this podcast before the, uh, before the start it of the game. It is Saturday tomorrow. night. It is Saturday night. Andrew Bottom, I know you picked Tremaine Edmonds and he is great, but right now his legs aren't working and I know he's going against the Jets but he will not be on the field. Do not play him. Fix this, fix this, fix this. I don't know. Is there anything else you, you should say? If well, he's I guess if we're gonna if we're gonna go into that, let's let's just add the fact that Mark Ingram is now the starting running back for New Orleans and he Holy has him on the shit, bench. He's so. right there on the bench. Oh my god. So well, well let's see if he uh, <laughs> let's see if he notices this before ten o'clock AM tomorrow. Because that would be a good play. I mean, that would be a solid play. I like wish I had Mark Ingram on my bench. That'd be fantastic. Well, I mean, normally I would say no, but in the <laughs> circumstances of Alvin Kamara being out, then yeah. yes, this would be an excellent time to play Mark Ingram. On the on the short list of people who are a better play than Le'Veon Bell, Mark Ingram exists. Mark Ingram would have been a much better play than oh, yeah, Le'Veon he, Bell. That is uh, for sure, and he's. <laughs> Probably better than oh, Jordan Howard and and <laughs> twenty dollar um, Jordan Howard, twenty dollar Bill Jordan Howard, uh, Javante Williams. I actually like the Javante play simply because Stephanie has Melvin Gordon and they are a fifty fifty split. So it's really fucking check in mate. Like I, I actually, 
that's that's juicy. That's like fun. That. That's, that's a uh, lot of fun. Yeah. So I, I mean, this could go either way. Um, I, I'll probably lean um, Stephanie only because I don't see bottom making the necessary changes before <laughs> 10 o'clock in the morning. But you know, you, I'll tell you. Here's here's what you need to do. You need to put this out like you know tonight or like early tomorrow morning and see if he makes these changes. It will likely be coming out at seven in the morning as it like takes a little bit to like register, but uh, kids don't let us sleep. So yeah, it'll come out in the morning bottom. You're going to enjoy this. Uh, We'll make sure to send you a couple copies. Uh, You've got some work to do. All right. (laughs) If Andrew bottom decides maybe he's got a chance, but for now let's just give it to Stephanie because she is the only one who seems to be giving a damn. And, um, I mean, it was U.S. versus Mexico. I'm sure Bottom's pretty much reeling on that. Let's take a look at uh, you, six and three Snake versus the lowly two and seven Ben Bliss. Um, I did chat with Ben Bliss today, and I was applauding him. He has not touched his roster. Uh, I believe his wife is somewhere around three centimeters dilated. Uh, really? Yeah, probably should have said that on a pod. And uh, what? <laughs> What I'm looking at is that he did not know that Odell Beckham. Wait, where is Odell Beckham? He has Odell Beckham. Yeah, he's on. It's on the bench. Oh yeah, right there. Oh yeah, it's always thrown off that he's still wearing a blue jersey. Um, okay, so Odell Beckham, uh, now of the LA Rams. Did they update that? Did he used to be wearing, or has he still been wearing his blue Giants shit? I don't care. Um, anyway, no, it's the Rams jersey now. It's a Rams jersey now. Holy shit. That's just yeah, weird. They, they, um, just sent, they really updated that fast. Photoshop. Yeah, look at that. Same with Sonia Michelle. My God. Yeah, they really updated these things quickly. Anyway, um, Oda Beckham Jr. is now of the Rams, and they have updated his image, apparently, but it doesn't seem that Ben Bliss has updated his roster. But I did talk to him, and he was pretty prolific on uh, how how great his his his... I guess his, his his knowledge, his foresight on all of this was. He was really proud of his ability to know that, uh, yeah, of course Odell would have been traded and that he would go to a contender that then immediately would have their WR2 sneeze absolutely get shredded. So, um, yeah, R- Robert Woods is no longer. Odell Beckham is now a Ram. And uh, Ben Bliss knew this was happening the entire time. So with that, also to notice that uh, Najee Harris, um, so he's got the Matthew Stafford. Wow, he has the Matthew Stafford. After drafting basically every wide receiver that Baker Mayfield has, now he has the Matthew Stafford OBJ stack. And uh, the Cougs are on the one-yard line right now um, with 46 seconds left to go in the second. Uh, I ask you, Snake, is this the turning point for the 2-7 and seven Ben Bliss? It could be. Um, it's hard for you since he's going against you, but we're talking like well, overall. I mean, is this really going to work out? Well, I mean, it very well could be. The problem is, is that I mean, I mean, I love horrible Harris, timing for Alvin Kamara to go down. <laughs> and this week, especially, I mean, with with uh, with Roethlisberger being out, I mean, that guy is going to. That's that's the the major problem point. But here's the the biggest problem is Sony Michelle is not the main guy there. Mike Davis is absolutely terrible. Yeah. Kamara is out. 
Um, Why does he still have Jameis Winston? What is he doing with Ronald Jones? There's so many more questions. Honestly, Robbie Anderson might have come back to life now that he's got a new quarterback, but there are about four or five players he could just absolutely get rid of on his bench. I think he's got a lot of work to do still here. Uh, Bummer five points for the Ravens D. Yeah, I mean. He's throwing Higby right back at you. Um, tell me, tell me about your str- one. You got a zero from Gasecki, which sucks. Yeah, that that fucking sucks. I, and I'll nine from Tucker. I'm, when you think about how that game went, that sucks too. No, it's, it's brutal. It's brutal. I, the Gasecki thing is, is I dropped him. And oh, then touchdown, Cooks! I, I didn't even notice. Up. Touchdown, Cooks! Touchdown, Cooks! Touchdown, Cooks! We yeah. did it. So proud um, of us. But yeah, I, I dropped Gasecki for Pat Fryer. And then, which now, Pat Fryermuth was out. I don't know what's going to happen here with Roethlisberger. I haven't even really considered that now. But point is, is that I was like, right before the game, I was like, the Ravens, there's no one on the wire who I was happy you know, to have. And I knew Antonio Brown was not going to play. I saw Gesicki playing the 31-ranked defense against tight ends and I was like that's a good play nope terrible play so big goose egg from him that was not not a good way to start but this was it's been a rough two weeks for my team Uh, not that anyone else really gives a shit but Ridley and Montgomery and, and Derrick Henry all these guys just just Antonio Brown, everyone just. There's a bit of a graveyard there. And AP, we'll see how he does for you. But, I mean, you got to feel good that you got Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup is nice and reliable. What a nice, reliable guy, that and, Cooper and Cup. I've, and I've been, uh, I've been really liking Michael Pittman. I think that that's a, a good value, too. You're right. Pittman has but, actually uh, been phenomenal. Well, and when it's all said and done, having Josh Allen and Tom Brady has been a pretty nice way to start. Um, and notice every time, you know what? I, I was looking at my team. I, you know, obviously knew the bye weeks, and oh, these are going to be the oh, I gotta, I gotta make sure I have someone to, you know, take over. The amount of points that I scored from the second quarterback or. The, I guess the third string quarterback that I, you know, would replace for when the bye weeks are for my starters, I got negative seven points total <laughs> for all of them. Well, Sam Darnold zero points one week and negative seven from Tyrod Taylor the next. So glad to, glad to have your boys back in. Back. Yeah, I I feel that. I know that pain. Um, Oh, I'm uh, I'm cracking my I'm cracking not cracking my next beer. It is a familiar beer, as you know, the uh, the old Heidelberg regular. I mean, I think we all know what it's gonna taste like, but at the same time, it's uh... it tastes exactly what you'd think it would taste like. Not great. Um, all right, so with that, we're going to go to our final matchup of the week. It is. Derge versus Zach McKee. 
Uh, Zach McKee, definitely dependent on Kyler Murray, who is a question mark, and uh, Derge on Justin Herbert. Uh, outside of that, these guys are all backup QBs with Tannehill, Bridgewater, uh, Zach's used to have, oh, and Taysom. Zach's got Taysom in there. Um, and Taylor Heineke on the Derge side. So if, if Kyler Murray doesn't play, a significant advantage goes to Derge in the quarterback department. But once you move on from there, a lot of question marks. Chris Godwin looks like he's going to play, which is a huge advantage to Derrige. Uh McCaffrey is back for Zach, which is great. Devontae Freeman only gave him five. Not so great. Um, Elijah Mitchell looks to play. Oh, man. And then after that, it's a bunch of standard stuff. I don't know. Nothing jumps out to me except for the fact that Dev- I love how Derrige stores Devontae Adams in his wide receiver tight end spot so that you kind of don't notice he's there. What do you got? What are you looking at here uh, overall in this matchup, and who who are you picking? It's a it's a good matchup. I um, I, I think that it's gonna. I would say probably more in Derge's side only because I don't see Kyler Murray playing, and then you know the you what know, is Taysom Hill? I guess is not a it's not a terrible play. I guess if that's who he's going to play in his place, like that's, I mean, that might be, that's kind of a fun little, we'll see what happens. But, um, yeah, it's, um, but Christian McCaffrey, Zach, I mean, this could be his show again, you know, like this is going to be the reason why he was number one overall. That is unless he gets hurt and uh, it's always a possibility. Right. Um, saying from somebody who still owns Chuba Hubbard. Well, that's why I still have him. And that, <laughs> you know, I, I don't trust him. I dropped him in my other league because I just needed to. But this one, it, I mean, he's, that's the thing. I don't know what to do. Now, this is, uh, this is neither here nor there, and this is a step away from this. I don't know what to do about uh, – we've never talked about this on the – I don't know what to do about the Calvin Ridley. That is a fucked up thing to oh, deal yeah. with. Is that he could play at any moment, uh, or could not? Like I know the moment I drop him, he's gonna come back and he's gonna be great. But if I hang on to him, it's gonna be a situation where he's just taking up a, a bench spot for the rest of the year and he'll never play. And like, and I feel like he's not gonna play. But I, I have a hard time with. It's the worst situation to, to be in. It right? really is. Yeah. It, yeah. You're and, not wrong. Uh, neither here nor there. But. Um, This is this this matchup could go could go a lot of ways, Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Derge. I like Derge. I mean, it's all about Kyler. If Kyler's gonna play fine, then give it to Zach. I love the Kyler McCaffrey fucking. Then all of a sudden, it makes a bunch of sense. I, here's the thing. I love Devontae Smith, but I, I let him go for a reason uh, because he's prompt to score 20 points every time I let him go. But also after that, uh, the motherfucking Philadelphia Eagles do not throw the ball. They don't. They hate throwing the ball. And uh, it, it's, he's, a, he's a boomer bust. And there's a lot of boomer busts on this roster. But, yeah, if Kyler's in there for Zach, I think he's, he's in good shape. Um, if not, it's it's rough running, and I think that Derge's com- combination of Herbert versus Minnesota 
And uh, Josh Jacobs is propensity for the end zone. Thielen, Devontae Adams, Dante Knox coming back. It's yeah, I think Chris Godwin is playing. Yeah, he's expected to play. So with that, All I right. think it's it's a uh, tough sledding for um, for Zach. I will pick Derrige as well. And, you know, that's going to make Zach pretty happy because he loves being doubted. So um, Zach loses. Zach, you're going to lose. You've got no chance in hell. Yeah, fucking loser. All right, that's going to make Zach real happy. Um, for somebody who's got a 17-0 lead. All right. Zach loses. Uh, we've decided everything else. Uh, we're moving on. Is there... we? The Seahawks play the Green Bay. It's a 17-game season. We know that. But, I mean, this is kind of... I keep talking about them being the most important games. Is... This the most important game of the season for us. What do you think? Uh, I think it was it was probably wait whoa whoa uh, whoa 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 what? one second. Andrew Lyle, are you on the phone? I'm on the phone. What the fuck are you? Did you just call into the podcast? Maybe I did. You tell me. You did. You did. You did just call into the podcast. I guess that's not fair. You would even know. But yes, Snake. Snake is here. Can you hear him? I hello, Snake. I can hear him. It's muffled, but it's delicious. <laughs> Perfect. Happy, happy uh, Sunday to you, Mister uh, Twelve Twelve A.M. Yeah, it is. It is Sunday here. It is true. I am enjoying the late, the Sunday morning Coug game and uh, just waiting on bated breath for this podcast. <laughs> um, well, that makes there's nothing that makes me happier. We just finished all of our analysis and we won't. We were about to start bitching about the Seahawks. We uh Oh god. Yeah. Yeah. Is if, what do you think for you? Um well, this is something I we talked about earlier. Do you think Aaron Rodgers knew that Jordan Love sucked the entire time and he just wanted to give him one game mid-season? Oh. So it's fake COVID. So yeah. No, it's real COVID. Vaccinated. But he went out he there with show. intent to get it. He wanted to get it so bad just so he could take take one week off. I mean, I would like to. The Packers could lose a game or two just because uh, the NFC North looks a little weaker this year. So, yeah, he could have done it. But I think Rodgers is just a weirdo. Uh, and I think he he actually got COVID and wished love never showed up. But <laughs> you never know. It worked out well for him. I mean, love did not look great. Well, no, I don't think it worked out well for him. The team still lost. I guess it cemented his place as like a necessary part of the of the Packers, but I don't think that was ever a question. Well, uh, I think the idea was that yeah, he'll leave and we'll be okay. We'll still get like eleven wins. And now the idea is like, well, no, he'll get eight that, wins if he's done. Yeah, now it's season. down to seven or eight wins. That is that's true. Um, and honestly, I don't know, man. I think I think they're going to be hard pressed this week. With Russ coming back, um, I, I, you know, of all the weeks to bitch about the Hawks, I think this is a week to be a little hopeful. This is a big week. That's what we actually just started about. This is, 
This is a yeah. big fucking week. Like we, well, it's a must win for us, and we don't have Carson, but at the same time, we do have Russ back, and I think the team is going to rally around him. Everyone that we do have, so if we can, if we can get a little momentum just from that, I think we'll be okay. Am I stupid to think that there's a possibility that Rashad Penny shows up at some point? I don't think you're stupid. I mean, uh, of everything we've seen. Yeah, I'm a dreamer. You, did play, you played Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> I did. Day. I did. We spent a while talking about it. I drank a lot of NyQuil this past week uh, oh, trying to get man. through everything. And I, I really, I saw it. I saw it so clearly how Le'Veon <laughs> Bell was going to take the job. And that, you know, he's got fresh legs, you know, all these really good ideas. Did he he have two carries or did he just have? (laughs) He had three, three carries for one yard. yard. He just, oh man, I really thought, I thought I had it. I thought I had it there. I didn't, I didn't have it. It was not what I thought I had. Um, We don't need to talk about Le'Veon Bell. And I want to take time away from Snake, but I do have to say Snake. Gilligan's Island, you're having an off week. Yeah, well, it's been um, yeah. This this is gonna be actually a tough week because of the fact of how I've started the week with Justin Tucker getting nine points and zero from Gesicki. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a little challenging, but we'll see. Yeah. It depends on what uh, what Bliss put together on the other side. I think. Uh, I'll tell you what. As someone who lost to Bliss last week, do not count that man out. <laughs> you know what? That's right. Bliss is basically a lock to win. Bliss <laughs> loves it when you predict him to win. And he's basically a lock. Uh, <laughs> to be fair, my kicker had zero point. I had Zerline. He didn't even attempt no field goal nor <laughs> extra point last week. And then he went on the IR. <laughs> I don't think that's ever. And then he got COVID. So yeah. he has been the worst $9 I ever spent. He he kicked zero anything, and then he left that game. He was like, I got to go to a packed house of people not masked yeah. and figure myself out. And I got to really sort this whole thing out. I'm trying to think. I don't know if that's ever happened other than a team getting blanks. But even that hasn't happened. I think a team has scored at least like three points. Yeah. Yeah, they scored even a touchdown, a and they're like, let's go for two. It's only honorable. Ugh. All right, get back to your pod. I love you both. This is the best thing ever, and also go Cougs. Go Cougs. Thanks much. Go Cougs. Talk to you soon. I'll hear from you. Talk to you later, buddy. I love you, Snake. <laughs> love you, too. <laughs> oh, what a nice call-in. All right. Well, Lyle basically told us everything we didn't know. Uh, Aaron Rodgers knew the whole time. And, um... Yeah, this is a very important week for the Seahawks. Uh, I my my emotions my emotions are tender. Um, I'm gonna start playing the outro music because um, this pod's gone probably longer than intended. All right. Um, so we've got uh, what? We've got a minute thirty. So Snake, tell me, tell me about your emotions. Tell me about your feelings. What are your hottest of takes? What do you got stored deep inside? What are you are you what are you confident that's gonna happen? Oh boy. Um, well, you know, let's 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 put some good juju in the world and that Russell coming back 
This was all this was all part of Russell's plan. He said, I'm gonna come back, Green Bay game, we're gonna we're we're gonna win and then we're gonna just scratch and claw our way to just a wild card spot because I think it's pretty much a done deal that we are not going to be winning this division. But the truth is we can still get into the playoffs, and this, this this season is far from over for the Seahawks. That's what's going to ha- happen. I agree. I, I mean, I have to agree. I do believe that the Seahawks are going to start showing some juice. I think that um, we have a we have a, a tendency to to peak late, and I'm hoping for that to happen. And the juju starts tonight. The juju starts today if you're talking to Lyle. The juju starts today. Snake, thank you for joining the pod. We'll see you now.